Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, Dana, it's that time of the week again where you and I get to kick some ADHD, bam, Bam. or with the title that we're using today, maybe we should say kick some ADHD. That's a very sultry sounding voice you're using there, Dana. Just a little bit of wildfire smoke in there. Sounds like I smoke cigarettes, doesn't it? Is that, wasn't that like an old uh, ad for something? Um, not camels or not Marlboro. There was a, never mind. But remember when Thank we had you. cigarette ads back in the day? It was, it's so oh weird. Oh my God, the sexy Marlboro man. Well, he was, he was quite the looker. I will, I will give you that. Yeah. yeah. The Marlboro man was a, yeah. yeah. I don't anyway, know we where we, <laughs> I just completely <laughs> threw a scoff track here. Oops. It's an ADHD podcast though. So, happened. Hey, we'd like to welcome you listeners. <laughs> Dude, just us randomly talking about whatever we decide we're going to talk about. You know, we never would have done this at the beginning of the podcast when we first started oh, recording. I was listening day. to one of the old ones not too long ago, and we were so serious. I know, right? <laughs> right. It's kind of like the beginning of a relationship, you know, when you're first starting out. I'm trying to tee up today's topic. It's not going well. I'm just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's just get in there. ADHD is sexy, David. No, wait, not ADHD. ADHD success is sexy. Agreed. Episode, yeah. Episode number 64. 64. 64. So, yeah, it is. And unfortunately for many of us, we've never seen what it looks like. So... <laughs> So let's talk about these key points of how do you become the sexiest person in the room? I mean, although I will say we do have these moments with ADHD where it's like we can do things no one else can do. And there's something like kind of amazing about that. So I guess I guess our listeners probably know what that feels like. You know, when you yes. when, when you when you got it, you're cranking, you're in the flow, you're in the zone, you got and it. And of course, for me, I never knew it was ADHD until, you know, obviously later in life. But, you know, it still happens. I, I you know, I get thrown into meetings sometimes with no prep and I'm like, this is great. I have no problem with this at all. Right. I occasionally get thrown into things like podcasts with no prep and hey, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not really. So we've seen some of what ADHD success looks like, but then there's the, yeah. you know, there's the other side. So we're trying to get back to where it's not the other side, uh, you know, detracting from the sexiness. Exactly. Exactly. So think about when you're starting a relationship with someone and sexy is considered Maybe it's the hottest body. It's the most spontaneous person in the room, right? Sure. I'm letting you talk about this part. Okay. Yeah, he's kind of looking out the window. <laughs> well, there. I mean, I'm a guy. And, you know, like as a dude, you know, the, the, these this this could get me in trouble. I'm just letting you talk right. right now. Yeah, you better. Yeah, we could we could digress into having to put an E for explicit on this if we're not careful, right? That's anyway, true. all right. So, but what's sexy long term? And, you know, of course, the hot bod is still going to be sexy long term and and spontaneity and all. But there's a whole bunch of other stuff that falls into play, too, because once that initial infatuation wears off, 
we're singing a different song. And it's true. The things that you need out of that relationship are so much different as it matures, right? So the things that made it attractive at the beginning or made the other person attractive at the beginning, you know, eh, they could actually they could actually work against them sometimes. <laughs> Right. I I get this um, so often. uh, I'll hear from spouses, but particularly women. And they say, you know, I'm he he was so much fun. He was lively. He was spontaneous. And now I'm got I'm married with two kids and I actually have three because I can't count on my husband to do anything. Right. And he doesn't take out the trash and he just makes a mess and he's disorganized and whatever. And the spontaneity means he doesn't, he's not reliable when there are important things that are happening and all those things. I'm sure I could probably tell you the rest of that phone call. Yeah, I think you could as well. Yes. And so that is what we're talking about. So how do you maintain the sexy by being a man or a woman who can be counted on? It's not just men here. It's true. It's true. And we, okay, counted on. I like that. That's a good goal. That's a good place to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just, I'm like, I got my pen out. I'm I'm taking notes as we go. (laughs) I'm taking notes. I'm like, how how to be someone people can can count on. (laughs) Please begin, professor. No, it's true though. But that as we, as we become, increase our awareness about things and we, uh, you know, move toward consistency, we, we do become more reliable, dependable. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what we're after. Um, next week, we're going to talk more about what I mean by ADHD success, because I realize I, I throw that word around. Actually, it's two words. I throw those two words around frequently. And I realize maybe people don't even know what we're talking about. And in a nutshell right now, what we mean by ADHD success is understanding your ADHD, learning to learning to work with it and not against it yeah. really yeah yeah it's so yeah. smart there's a current it's going to flow no matter what you might as well <laughs> you might as well work yeah. with the current and not not try exactly. to defeat it yep smart exactly exactly so you don't drown in the middle of the stream anyway <sighs> okay so the other question people might have is won't i become boring if i become more dependable have you ever thought that yes <laughs> I have thought I've thought it I've thought it both on the front end and on the back end of that one like won't I become boring and then you know now I, as I've become more dependable in a lot of different areas of my life I'm like I'm boring am I boring I think I'm boring I don't know I think I'm more boring than I used to be and is that age and stress and responsibility or is that dependability? Yes. It's, it's probably more, honestly, the former than the latter. I mean, I am dependable, but but yeah, I'm in that zone in my life right now where there's a lot of stress and it has nothing to do... Well, it's not that it has nothing to do with ADHD, but it's not, it's not particularly that I have ADHD that's causing all of it. It's just that, you know, it's just a season that I'm in. So... Yeah. Yeah. And I, I went through that too. I thought I... I'm so much older than you. May may the wise old woman give you some advice. Um, I'm listening. I I went through that myself a number of years ago, and I thought, God, I've just lost my spark. Who is this person? And it's I'm not fun anymore. Right. And then I realized it was be, partly because my ADHD wasn't well managed, or it was it was getting better, but it wasn't great. 
but also there was stress and, you know, raising kids and running a family and doing all the stuff that just has to happen. That can have a heavy weight. Yeah, it can. And you're, before you have all that responsibility, you can, you have the luxury of being more spontaneous and just, you know, fun and doing random stuff. I used to hop on my motorcycle and just disappear or go camping or whatever. I mean, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't flake out on like commitments, but like I had the ability to just go do things like that. And I'm not in yeah. that place in my life right now. Right. Right. Yeah. So there's a, there is a phase in life where it's harder to be spontaneous, but still we don't want you to lose the fun spontaneity. Just being the zany, goofy guy you can be, it doesn't necessarily mean jumping on a motorcycle. Right. Good news. I don't have a motorcycle right now. So if you're worried Thank about you that. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm not because we've talked about it. You know how I feel about motorcycles. Yeah. I my, think you do. vital for my mental health and I need another one. So anyway. Yes. All right. So. But we're not talking about, we're not talking about that change, right? We're talking about dealing with reality in everyday life and still, like, I think, I think I would be more fun and more, less boring if I were managing stress a little more effectively, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and stuff. So, so all the things that we do to help ADHD symptoms, you know, become lessened actually really does kind of bring that spontaneous fun person more back to the surface. Yes, exactly. And that's what we're talking about because I want you and all of our listeners to become their true self, to be able to unleash the spontaneity and fun along with being dependable. Yeah. Doesn't cancel, doesn't cancel it out. Nope, it doesn't. That's good. So knowing you, I suspect you have some practical ways Oh, do I ever. <laughs> there are five ways, David, that you can up your sexy with ADHD success. Man, this is going in the the promo. We got we had one from the other day that that I'm 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 building a new promo reel. This one's going in that that oh, line right you? there is going in it. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> okay. All right. So what so, are they, Dana? <laughs> listen up, everybody. <laughs> First one, show up on time. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there is nothing sexier than making yourself... I can't talk like that. All right, I'm going to go back to Dana. There is nothing sexier than making that person that you care about feel important, right? Nice. It's true. Yeah. And keeping your person waiting... Mm, that's a turn, turn off, you know? They're sitting there... the at the entry hall waiting while you're running around doing whatever you're supposed to go out or they're sitting at the restaurant or the coffee shop or the wherever waiting for you and being late transmits that signal. You think you're the most important one. Oh, ouch. It's true. It sends a message, doesn't it? Yep. Oh, and you know, I think it's fair to say, right. We're not just talking about being sexy in the, in like, the context of a relationship, like a romantic relationship, like, like this is sexy for all the non-sexy, sexy reasons, right? Like this transports, like to become somebody that's like, um, you know, well thought of in, in professional life, right? If you show yourself out of this one, David Johnson. Yeah. I mean, do we want to be sexy at work? Okay. But not in the, 
attract a mate way, but in the sort of, you know how generically the word sexy has come to mean things in the culture. Never mind. I guess you were just thinking about romantic relationships. Carry on. Uh, well, okay. We can go there if you want to. No, no, no. I, was, I don't want to dilute the power of this analogy. Keep going. I don't want to throw any ice water uh, on your, on your, of ice water. on your scalding, steaming um, topic for today i how about it will make you more attractive at work as an employee in, or in, employer in, in a non-romantic way but you know somebody desire, non- you know, yeah. people want to work with you they want to be around you they want to have you in their meetings they want to work with you on projects right yeah yeah i had um i was talking i don't even remember who it was i, was t- I must have been a client i was talking to the other day and their boss was always late to their one-on-ones and wouldn't pay attention to her oh ouch that's bad. So she's trying to have a meeting, her one-on-one meeting with her boss, and he's answering emails and texting and doing all this other stuff. So that actually comes into a later one, but that's not very sexy. Nope, it's not. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Okay. So first way to be sexy, show up on time. Show your special someone that you know that they're important, that you think that they are as important as you are. Yep. Yeah, and as important as anyone else that you might have been talking to meeting with doing whatever right you know all of the things like they're a priority show up on time that's yep. good yeah that they're they're a priority Send and a message. that their yeah. their happiness is and is as important to you as your own happiness absolutely. or more important actually absolutely that's yeah one of my secrets for happy marriage by the way but True. that's a different podcast yeah okay so first show up on time okay. second one Oh my gosh, actions, not words. Be cautious with commitments. What does that roll up into? (laughs) Do what you say you'll do. Yeah. I got nothing to add to that. Well, David, you got to, or it's the, just being me talking. cautious this with the a, commitments is the key. Like I always want to do what I say I'm going to do, but my mouth has gotten me in trouble with making too many commitments. So the overcommitted side of this is where I struggle and, yeah. and it's better. It's better, you know? And, and with ADHD, we got to remove that. I want to out of the conversation. Mm. We have to go into the reality. Exactly. Yeah. It, you know, I, I may want to, I don't know what I was going to say. You know, you, you want to be a millionaire, be a millionaire or you want, no, let's not go there. You, um, because I know a lot of millionaires that aren't very happy, by the way. Um, Mm. you may want to do what you say you're going to do, but does it, is it realistic to think you will be able to do what you say you're going to do? Not if you write checks and never make deposits. Right. Like, in other words, if you are, are free with your commitments, like but loose on your follow through, then no, you will. One will outpace the other always. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So do what you'll say you'll do. Yeah. It's good. And that means learn and learning how to do this stuff, learning. And we've talked about these things on the podcast. None of this is new to our regular listeners. Right. No, no it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Be cautious with those commitments. Okay. So pay attention to your partner, to your person. That's the third one. Nice. Look up from the phone. Look up from the technology. Look up from the sports, the football game, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. There's a there's an old analogy that comes to mind. I think it was Zig Ziglar used to say it, that love is spelled T-I-M-E. 
<laughs> but it would be more appropriate to say either quality time or actual attention because time in, spent in someone's company is not the same as time spent actually being engaged and paying attention. And, exactly. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, t- sometimes times if you're just sitting in the car driving for 10 hours or I don't know, that doesn't equate love to me. Fair enough. Especially if you get <laughs> grumpy in, on road trips. <laughs> If you're like me and want to be, you're only happy if you're driving. If you're like my husband and I, we each are only happy when we're driving. Oh, no. So do you like change every two hours or something or does one of you just suffer? No, one suffers. Oh, no. Um, Yeah, I'm more of a distracted driver than he is always comfortable with. So he often, if we go together, he drives. I see. I see. I at least don't fall asleep anymore. I used to I used to fall asleep behind the wheel, but now Adderall has changed my life. <laughs> I, I used to fall asleep too. I hit a telephone pole once and totaled my boyfriend's golden anniversary Trans Am. Oh, not the Trans Am. The Trans Am right in the middle of the Eagle. Uh, oh, wow, right you you nailed it right in the middle. Oh, I nailed it. Wow. Boom. I'm he kind wasn't of my impressed. boyfriend much longer after that. It's funny how that works. What? I'm sorry. I didn't know that. I am so sorry that happened. Oh, it was many years ago. I would think so because you've been married a while. Yeah. So unless, uh, yeah. unless many, many years ago. more to this marriage than meets the eye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. uh, anyway, we digress again. Darn it. All right. But this is sexy right here. Don't fall asleep while driving. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't fall asleep while you're driving your boyfriend's gold anniversary Trans Am and smash the eagle to smithereens. Good tip. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Was it an eagle? A yeah, pretty, no, it was a was, was it a phoenix? I don't know what it was. It was a <laughs> it was a very decorative ver, ver, uh, bird on the on the yeah. hood of the Trans Am. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. oh my gosh, um, maybe we should add a sixth one is stay on topic. Anyway, also when you're paying attention, stop the fake listening. Okay, you know I, how we can be really good at fake listening. Yeah, like just now when I looked like I was listening to you, but I was actually looking up the fact that it was a Firebird. It was, of course, it was a Firebird because it was <laughs> a po- it, it was, was a, a Pontiac Firebird. Firebird Trans Am. What the heck's a Firebird? Is there a real thing as such a, as a Firebird? The Firebird, of course. Yeah, Firebird. I think it's a Phoenix, isn't it? Is it a Phoenix? I don't know. I just anyway. Yeah, I think so. I'm going with Phoenix because they're flames. Okay. And, and yeah, there were flames. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I kind of thought you were fake listening to me, David, but I, I, you... I actually really was listening to you, but, um, but we do get good at looking like we're listening when we're really not listening. So there's that, <laughs> that that's an art that uh, many of us have perfected over the years. And it's, it's hard to stop doing that because your mind's going a million miles a minute and working towards not it's quality as you said earlier it's quality time not time yeah it is and that uh unfortunately the more you're around someone the more they figure out when you're fake listening so if you're talking about a romantic relationship a long-term relationship or whatever they're gonna know so you just need to stop it yeah yeah you know are you you listening to me um no (laughs) yeah that's when you learn to repeat back whatever they just said even if you didn't actually hear it Yes, and that is advanced fake listening skills. Yes, it is. Yeah, that takes skill. And some of us have gotten there. (laughs) We've gotten there, yes. All right, the fourth one. Notice what needs to be done and do it. 
Ooh, without being asked, without without being asked, uh, if you have to be asked, it's still your partner's responsibility. Exactly. Be a partner. I um, and I was talking to somebody. They said, "Well, I help my wife do such and such," and I nailed them. I said, "You know, if you think you're helping her do such and such, it's still her responsibility." It's true. It's true. Right. That's a fine distinction and it's if you've got responsibilities say you're going to do something do it don't think you're oh i'm helping her take care of the kids i'm helping her make dinner it's no i'm taking care of the kids because they're my responsibility and you own the task you own the responsibility to it and you you don't need to be reminded about it this is where something that i started to do years ago when i decided i was going to live out of my calendar Man, recurring appointments for things, so helpful because then you have a system that nags you and helps you remember so you don't have an ADHD goof up there, but then it just means something to people when you take ownership of something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Own, own your, own your stuff, own your responsibilities and don't wait to be asked. And if you say, I'm going to go to the grocery store, I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do, then by golly, do it. Right? Just make it so. Because the other thing, David, is this is ADD. It doesn't go away. We can get better. We can't get perfect. Right. And the, the more you practice these skills, the better you get at it, the more you have a get out of jail free card when you do mess up. Exactly. We're back to deposits and checks, right? You, you make a lot yep. of deposits. Once in a while, a withdrawal happens and it's not as bad. As if the account were overdrawn. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then the fifth one, it goes right along in line with number four. Notice what needs to be done and do it. Remember it. Remember things. Yeah. You need a scaffolding of reminders because you will forget. So like you use your calendar to remember the routine stuff. I use, I have a reminder system that I use to remember routine stuff. Um, and it's just remembering things and it's, it's more than the routine tasks. It's anniversaries, it's birthdays, it's important things. Right. Right. I used to think it's because this, I didn't actually read your notes ahead of time as you could tell. So, cause I just talked about using my calendar <laughs> when we were on number four, mm-hmm. but I used to think it somehow made it less meaningful if I had a system that reminded me and that I wasn't just thinking of these things. And at the end of the day, no, it, it, it's, it's meaningful because I put the effort into finding a way to get it done, even though I was inclined to forget. Yeah. Yeah. And not just, so that, not just get things done, but also remembering these important, you know, dates. And yeah. Things. And, and there is uh, reminders are interesting because people I've seen noticed that people with ADHD who are very smart, think that they shouldn't have to have reminders because they're smart enough to be able to remember things. So that's kind of a, a close relative to your, it wasn't it's as meaningful if I didn't remember to do, if I had to have a reminder to do it. Right. It's not as yeah. meaningful if the, if your partner tells you or reminds right. you, or if they're the one who remembered and then, you know what I mean? But it's certainly meaningful if I found a way to do it and remember it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's my theory. I'm sorry, my brain is spiraling off because I'm thinking I've never had my birthday forgotten. Oh, wow. Because I always, weeks before, start telling them, talking about my birthday. 
to my family. So what are we doing for my birthday? <laughs> Is that a way of just making sure no one ever forgets so you don't actually suffer the disappointment? No, it's oh, just that's fun. I no, don't know. It makes sure I get what I want. I like do that you I do want. that. I don't actually, um, I don't, I, I just have never really cared all that much, but I think if, if I went through a year of, of, you know, where my birthday came and went and no one noticed, that would be bad. But Facebook sort of solved that problem for people who still use Facebook, you know, um, it, it, it helps people remember, yeah. see everybody's posting on someone's page or whatever, but right. yeah, but right. anyway, okay. Yeah. So I like that remembering things that's meaningful. I like these. And you know, I completely I completely tried to derail this earlier because I was trying to take it out of the context of this like one-on-one relationship thing, but I I like the fact that you were actually focused on this one-on-one relationship thing. This is yeah. this is more meaningful yeah. this way. It is. Cuz we want you to long-term sexy good relationships and you know, that's and that's can be hard for people with ADHD. It really I guess can. we also probably need to add in there um because in to manage your impulsivity. Yes. I didn't put that one in, but that probably ought to be it. Should we add a number six? Well, you you could argue that it falls in line with number two, right? Be cautious with, because you're talking about doing what you say you're going to do. And that means you have to be cautious with your commitments. Then that, that necessitates tamping down yeah. the damping okay. down the, the impulsivity to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. That might be too limiting. Maybe we need a number six. I don't know. Um, and a number seven, don't be an ass. Well, that's always, I actually subscribe to Will Wheaton's rule. Will Wheaton's Which called is? Wheaton's law. I don't know that. It's don't be a, it's a word that starts with D and ends, it rhymes with sick. Oh, I get it. Right. And I was trying not to say it on the, on the sexy podcast. Don't be a body part. Yes. Yeah. Or, or a synonym for Richard. <laughs> Richard. We always know we, we know when someone's doing that, right? We know when we're doing huh? it. So like it's that's kind of a simple way to summarize a, a, a basic rule for life. Just don't don't be that person, right? Yeah. 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 Don't be Richard. Don't be and Richard. If you're if someone's name is Richard, we are sorry. Please do not text us or write us letters or tweet about us. Okay, funny story. My dad's name, his actual on his birth certificate is Rick. And people assume that it's short for Richard. And then, so he has been called Dick sometimes because people thought that his name must really be Richard and, and it, no, but it's, it's actually on his birth certificate. It's Ricky, but you didn't hear that from me. Uh, Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. Huh. That's an interesting name to give a child. Like, it's like assigning your child a nickname at birth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so what does he go by now? Rick. Yeah. yeah. And it's only his mother got away with calling him Ricky. Well, and, and my mother too, his wife, the two of them. I yeah. think that was it. Right. Yeah. There was one guy that tried to call him that once. It didn't go well. And what happened? No, Your it didn't dad go was well. a Marine. Actually, he my was dad was guy. my dad was super nice to him, but it was it was it was the only time that ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> we digress again. Oh my gosh, David. So five ways to be sexy to show up with success some oh man i was about yep. to butcher that so badly show yeah. up as your sexy adhd successful self yeah you know in the success club i sometimes have to be careful because it's easy to say sex sex and i have done that in the past yeah um by accident so speaking of the success club david yes I think if people are listening and you are, if this is your first episode, you don't know that Dana runs 
this amazing program that you can join that involves weekly we call them interactive podcasts but that's that's because it's audio right now not not so much yep. video right and you get to talk yep. and listen and you raise your hand actually and dana calls on yeah. you but it's so it's yeah. not chaos but um you have this fantastic program it's like 11 months long you walk yeah. through everything someone needs to know to be successful with adhd from brain stuff how the brain works to all of the things that we talk about here except that you are a coach and it's interactive yeah. and it's helpful yeah. It's really fun. And I had uh, an email from a woman who actually did join. She was asking me questions about it and um, said, okay, well, let me go think about it. And do you know anybody else who does this? I said, well, I don't know anybody else who does it like I do, but, you know, go see if you can find someone. And she came back in about four days and said, you know, I've really researched this. There is nobody that offers a program like this. No one. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Most of them me. are six, you know, six weeks to ADHD success. Really? Mm, yeah, no, that's not real. I, no. I I still laugh. When I found you, I was searching and I was looking for coaches to to help professional ADHD coaches. And, and there was exactly one of the people with ADHD. There were other people that coached that don't have ADHD. That was out. I'm not doing what I'm not doing that. But of the people with ADHD, there was exactly one whose website functioned and looked as though it were complete because they hadn't been distracted midstream. And it was you. And I was like, that's who I need to work with because she finishes things. She executes. Yeah. And I respond to emails. Yeah. Oh, yes, you do. I said, I said that because I, I am, still work that's an well, area of work yeah. for me yeah but, but anyway. you're yeah yeah but i gotta walk the talk you know yeah, you do no and anyway it's so this yeah. so let's um the success club is starting the week of september 13th okay and where we go on tuesdays uh three o'clock pacific time and we go it's a repeat of that one on thursdays a live repeat yeah so it's not so a you get two recording. choices it's of like, time yeah, yeah you get you two choices, but it's the same topic on Thursday mornings at 1030 to noon Pacific time. So it's an hour and a half and we've got coaching and we've got skills training and we've got talking about stuff. And there's uh, one of the new exciting things we're adding this year. Also, David is uh, accountability zoom calls once a month. Ooh, good. Yeah, That's, really good. Yeah. That's cool. So there will be a visual component to that. How cool there will. That? I, I um, am very nervous about going completely visual and Zoom. I thought about it and I don't know that I can do it. Well, I think that you've got a winning formula because it, it minimizes distractions in some ways. And it's really right. Because yeah. we're managing my ADHD in this thing as well. Yeah. Not just everybody in the room. So if, So I have two yeah. important things to say. One is if you are listening to this and it's not, you know, you found this episode and, it, and it's a really old episode by the time you're listening to it and it's not around September, join anyway, because you can start anytime and uh, it's fantastic. And you can even pick up the next year because like I said, it's 11 month deal. But so if you, if you pick up, you know, four months in, then you can pick up, you know, the other months in the next year and you still get all the good, good stuff. Right? Yeah. And yeah. you get recordings from every call. Yeah. So you can anyway. go back and listen. Um, yeah. We have a member site where you can get access to all the materials. Even if you join a couple months, three months, some people join six months, seven months, eight months late. And some people join and stay and keep coming back year after year. So you got to let Dana know that you found it here. So here's what you do. You go to DanaRayburn.com, right? Look for the success club. You'll see it there. It's easy. Sign up. When you sign up, if you'd like to let her know that you found this success club because of our podcast, and if you would like to also save yourself 10 bucks a month, 
use the promo code kick some ADHD. It's all caps and no, no spaces, all one word, kick some ADHD, all caps. And that will save you 10 bucks a month. How cool is that? Yeah, baby. Awesome. Okay. So let's go over our things again. Five ways you can up your sexy with ADHD. Show up on time. Yes. Do what you'll say you'll do. Yep. Pay attention to your partner. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Notice what needs to be done and do it. I didn't fall for that, Without David Johnson. being asked. I know, it was good. Yeah. Without being asked. Remember things. Yeah. And yeah. if you want a sixth thing, curb your impulsivity yeah that's true curb your impulsivity i like that how we impulsively added that to the end of this today on this right yes now. yeah good stuff <laughs> so between Thanks, that yeah and last week we talked about firing up your follow-through next week we're going to talk more about what adhd success actually means and looks like this is good stuff it's good stuff. Thanks. Yeah. So, hey, if you've got some ways to make ADHD success sexy and you want to tell us about them, this is episode 64. Go to kicksomeadhd.com slash 064. Let us know what you think. Also, find us on Facebook or Twitter. Just search Kick Some ADHD. It's good stuff, Dana. Thank you. Thanks, David. Everybody, go out there and make ADHD easier to live with. It is worth it. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD, or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com. Kick Some ADHD.